The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. The Cowboys are in Mobile. It's the first day of practice there at the uh, Senior Bowl. Uh, Jerry and Steven are there. Of course, this is really the first time we've been able to see these guys in person. Uh, since the, the the cataclysmic events that occurred uh, just a little over a week and a half ago, a little over that, uh, Jerry was asked out the gate yesterday. Do you get it, dude? I mean, the, the, literally, do you do, do you understand the ire, the anger that cowboy fan feels? And when he responds, you're gonna hear this. I thought he was about to jump at us, but no. Uh, maybe Jerry gets it. Maybe he doesn't. But this is this is where he is. What I would say is. I hope it's not different going into uh, the first playoff game where we've got the second seed. I hope it's not different at all to that point where we got the second seed. Okay, now let's talk about how we might make it different against the when we play in that game and and uh, get a win. Okay, we need to stop the run better. And we need to uh, uh, be more uh, physical, and we need to run better, be specific. We need uh, to do those kinds of, of those kinds of things more. And so my point is I look at that, and I look at uh, uh, I thought we made a pretty good move four years ago when we hired Mike McCarthy, and he's had some great uh, in-season success. Now, he's come up short three times. <laughs> three times and advanced us in the playoff. Okay? But I like the fact that he's hanging around the rim. And I like what the team has done to, fa- uh, to hang around the rim. Uh, hanging around the rim just seems to be what the Cowboys do. Yeah, you're hanging around the rim. You, you, you're, at least you're, you know, you're there. You get, to, you get to see it happen. Um, you don't get to participate in it, but you're close. So I'm not a math expert. I mean, I feel confident in kind of basic algebraic formulas, right? You're ahead of me. You hired him four years ago, but he's come up short three times. How's that possible? Well, one win. See, the bar's low. All we need is one playoff win. We're we're conveniently now disregarding one season because, and granted, Dak got hurt, and I've excused that a lot in the past, but four years. Do you know how many days are in four years? We're like 1,500 days. It's 1,500 sleeps, you know, that we've had to go. I mean, on top of all this, the Cowboys drought is um, over 10,000 days old. 
you're talking about you're at 10 percent over 10 percent you know of 15 percent of of the of the drought i mean it you can't be hanging around the rim for 15 percent of a 30-year drought i mean i'm rounding up in some of these instances and so i want to be very clear here that i'm sort of complaining without an obvious solution because they are in some bit of a mess you can talk yourself into different directions. You can say they should have moved on from Mike McCarthy because they came up short despite hanging around the rim. You can talk yourself into keeping Mike McCarthy because they've been around the rim when in the past they've just been the team chucking it up from half court. You can talk yourself into moving on from Dak Prescott because eight years in, he hasn't taken the team to the promised land or even to the land before the promised land. You can talk yourself into keeping Dak Prescott. He's he's the second He's he's going to be second in MVP voting, and we're acting like he's garbage. I mean, you know, like we're, there's a little bit of overreaction happening in all sorts of different directions here. The contractual elements of everybody involved. I've, to kind of get to the point that you started all this with, I feel like I'm more stressed about this than Jerry is. I mean, you you have to have some sense of urgency about all of these factors and figuring out the direction you're going to point this entire mess in for us to feel some semblance of confidence or trust that this season has the microscopic potential to be different than the 28 that preceded it. You know, Jerry talked about the three things. Oh, what do you say? Stop the run. Uh, more, be more physical. Oh my God. It's just, it sounds like, it sounds like he was, he was, you know, he told someone, I uh, have to go talk about football. Give me three things to say, you know? And then there's <laughs> like, uh, um, say you want to stop the run. And um, but it's kind of like the Clarissa Thompson when she admitted that sometimes she doesn't get the coach at halftime, and they go, "Well, what do you need to fix? Well, we need to convert better on third downs." Well, obviously, uh, obviously, Jerry, you you do need to be more physical, and obviously, yes, you do need to stop the run. So we we appreciate the fact that you acknowledged it. Now you've said this many times before and not done a whole lot to fix it, or your attempts have not been successful in fixing it. I think would be the best way to put it. When. With it's Jerry like first specifically, first round draft pick on fixing the run last year, and it yeah, whiffed. Hard. He tried. At least to their credit, they tried. They failed in their effort, but at least I'll give him an A for effort. With when we talk about Dak Prescott, I, I don't know how mm. to take this quote because he laid down the law, kind of, and then I, because he laid it down as far as where Dak is with the Cowboys, I don't know where you go from this. This is what Jerry had to say about Dak and Dak doing and taking us where he's taking us. But, and I specifically want to make this point with y'all. It's a, uh, it's actually a misrepresentation to ask about any one player's contract. Yeah, that's not the issue here. And I guess, and again, I just just pose the last year. Dak has done nothing row. to change my mind of any uh, promise for the future. I think I said in the deal that we'd go as far as Dak takes us right. in the playoffs. Remember that? Right. I go as far as Dak takes us, and that's how far we went. Oh, right. So okay. So my point is that doesn't change a thing. Where we'll go as far as Dak takes us. We'll go as far as Dak takes us, and yet and he took you yet again. Nowhere. I look. Dak has had his failures, and I'm not going to defend them. I think he's had his successes too, and I've I have defended those. But this is so weak. I mean, coming out here and being like, well, we're going to go as far as Dak takes it. How about you go as far as you build the team to go? How about that? I mean, what, the way that they just so easily 
put their players out as shields for criticism is un and because they know that people will take it and be like, well, yeah, this is Dak's fault. They only they can only go as far as Dak goes and Dak and Dak Dak sucks. Dak's trash. Dak's awful. Blah blah blah. So we're screwed. Why, why can't? Why is there no individual level of atonement here? Why is it got to be? We only went as far as Dak took us. Is Dak the one getting all the checks for all the television rights and everything? Is Dak is Dak in charge here? I mean, because this should be how far the team builds you to go. Do you think the Niners are are saying right now we got here because Brock Purdy brought us? Obviously, he was a big part of that, but. They're here where they are because they built a monster that could survive the battle of attrition. The Chiefs are a little bit of a different story because Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes, but it's not like he's alone. He has Travis Kelsey. He has Andy Reid. He has all sorts of people, you know, working towards the greater good and the overall cause. It's interesting that you can apply that to Pat Mahomes. We apply it to Dak Prescott, MVP, finalist, and probably second, third place voter, but we don't say that about Brock Purdy, although I think it's as true there. They're they don't, they're not there, but for Brock Purdy, they'll go as far. Do you as, think? Do you think Brock is is dragging the Niners to the Super Bowl? No, not at all. But no, but he's not a. Uh, but he Where is, is certainly he on, an important cog in the machine. Where is he at on on the? If this was a a charter bus, is he is he driving? Well, is he in the front I, I, seat? You know is what? He, I, is, you're right. Does he have the Google Maps open? I, I don't know if he is third behind McCaffrey and Debo or second according to either. Debo or McCaffrey. You know, I, I don't know if he's behind them both or behind the one that's hottest. But no, he's not the most important piece of that machinery. That's what I'm saying. But so the, the presentation from Jerry here is, oh, well, Dak is the one who's driving us. Like we're, we're all in the back. Like We're actually not even in the charter bus. Dak is driving uh, an F-150, and he's towing us. You know what I mean? Like, like That's where we're going. So we're all behind Dak. But Steven also had a quote that I thought was kind of interesting. Um, Steven was you know asked about fans being pissed off, I believe we have this, um, et cetera, et cetera, and you know, said something legitimate, but also kind of threw Dak a little bit under the bus himself. Let's start with I understand why the fans are frustrated because we have had three good years at 12 and 5, and we have had major disappointments in the postseason. So until we do something about it, which is go have another great year and have success in the playoffs and – you know, that's going to be there. I mean, there's no way they're going to, you know, explicitly trust you until you get it done. <laughs> Would someone trust Tom Brady and the Patriots that they're going to get it done? Yeah, why? Because they Tom did Brady it and the Patriots. year in and year out. Does someone trust Mahomes in Kansas City? Mahomes do it. Why? Because they do it six years in a row. They're in the championship game. Until we compete at that level and we get the job done, then there's going to be doubt, and rightfully so. Stephen Jones speaking on his uh, a quarterback and the doubt now, accrued when you don't get it done. For full context, Clarence Hill, um, friend of the show, did immediately press back and say, "You mentioned Brady, you mentioned Mahomes. What's that say about Dak?" And Stephen was like, "We well, love our quarterback. We've made it. We've made it very clear how much." But why bring it up? Why why bring that up like that? You know why? I, again, I'm not trying to stir the pot, but that's hard to not have a takeaway about. You know, especially when they're not also saying we're working on the Dak extension round the clock. I mean. Again, it's throwing Dak's name out there. Dak is, is the shoulders they're putting all of this burden on. Yeah, well, do you trust Brady and the Patriots? There's no mention of Bill Belichick. Do you trust Mahomes and the Chiefs? There's no mention of Andy Reid. There's no mention of Robert Kraft. There's no mention of the Hunt family, the, the coaches, the ownership groups, or anything like that. The only individuals who are isolated and separated in the words that Stephen Jones offered were the quarterbacks. The cover provided. I'm starting to get a, a feel for where you are now. It's always I mean, that, dude. 
this is what they do, man. And I promise you, and we'll have these discussions as the offseason goes along. Dak is the one in front right now. Soon enough, it will be we'll be here and talk about pie and about how there's only so much pie, and it's really difficult to get all these guys signed to these massive contracts because they got to they got to keep them on. It would be easier if they took a little bit less to help them keep the other. If they were all about winning, they will pit them against one another, and they will pit the fans against the players on the team. Look at our chat and chat. I'm not calling you out, but the chat is all mad at Dak. The chat the, the chat thinks that Dak sucks and Dak is the fall guy and Dak and this and that and the other. Dak was horrible. He was a big reason why the Cowboys got destroyed in the playoffs of the Green Bay Packers. You have zero beef from me on that note. But was Mike McCarthy not horrible? Was Micah Parsons not horrible? Was CeeDee Lamb not pouting on the sidelines throughout the first half of the game? Was there not a list of 500 things that were horrible about the game? But did Stephen Jones bring up any other position other than the quarterback when talking specifically about the idea of trust? No, it was Brady and the Patriots, Mahomes and the Chiefs. It's a quarterback's game, and while we think that they're dunces and they're just walking around, you know, mm -hmm. not knowing how to do any of this, they know how to get people riled up in the direction that they want, and it's anywhere but them.